Content warning. The Adventures in Hellworld podcast talks in depth about QAnon, which means we have to talk about all kinds of child abuse and violence against people. Listener discretion advised. Hello, everybody. I am Mike Grains, a.k.a. Poker and Politics, and welcome to another episode of Adventures in Hellworld. This week, I am joined, as always, by Haley, a.k.a. Arizona Right Watch, because we don't want to get sued. That's right. That's me. Always been me. That's always been my name. That's me. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Everything we just said there is absolutely true and accurate. <laughs> and we are also joined this week by Amanda, a.k.a. Frank the Turtle, because everyone on this show has nicknames. <laughs> I also hope I don't get sued by the children's book. <laughs> they, they just found out. They're, they're getting ready to sue you now. Although I really did enjoy the idea of your podcast being called The Turtle Diaries. I really hope that one day that does manifest and become a Who's going to sue you? You know, a bunch of dead Nazis and... Alive Nazis? Oh, no, I meant the cartoon character, Franklin, who's... Oh, that's right. <laughs> that part of it. <laughs> the fact that I'm actually aggressively just stealing someone's intellectual property. <laughs> that one. Yeah. And also, like, kind of, like, putting it on a pretty infamous, like, white yeah. power text <laughs> that's inspired a lot of terrorism. It's probably bad. Not me. Product. Yeah, it, but the turtle. The, the, the little turtle. <laughs> Sorry. Oh. <laughs> I forgot about the turtle. I should make an original turtle. <laughs> it was just funny because your name was Frank. I know. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. I I basically heard about Amanda like one day before she was doxxed. Basically, it was my that was my relationship with Amanda was someone I was talking to someone about trying to locate some right winger somewhere and they said you should get in touch with this lady who's been like working undercover with uh right wingers all across america body ba and i was like oh that sounds really interesting and the next thing i know this big thing comes out that uh she's been doxxed and that this frank the turtle character is actually amanda ba 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 and i was just like i, I was just like wow this has all been going on under my nose for like literally like a decade apparently i mean so a decade yeah <laughs> Thousands of years. <laughs> Thousands of years. Uh, before man stole fire from the gods, Amanda was infiltrating right-wing fascist groups. She was like, <laughs> she was in Brutus's camp when he was getting ready to kill Caesar. And she was like, yo, mm -hmm. Caesar. You see her there with good. her phone in her American flag on? charts? Yes. <laughs> is taking notes right now and is like, okay, so she is a Nazi. This is what I'm hearing. <laughs> I, uh, I'm sure you don't listen to our podcast that often, but we're, we're running like a Haley supercut of like horrifying things Haley has admitted to. I always and... say things out of context, right? <laughs> so like that's like that's that's our goal here for you is for you to say something out of context to, to validate Stu Anon and all the other dirtbags, where you just like make some off the cuff comment of "Oh yeah, I was I was a Nazi," and then we're like, "Boom, did it, it. did it, clip it." Jim Stewart said, "Confirmed, he did it, he wins." <laughs> He was I throwing... have lots of quotes that will get me canceled one day. <laughs> I'm not used to talking, you know, with words, um, so it's, it's kind of a new thing for me. So I'm always just like, oh, yeah, I'm always on Nazi networks. Sarge is like, what? Or L. Not Sarge, he's dead. Sorry, everybody. Yes. Sorry, everyone. Huh? You're what? No. You're on what websites? Because he doesn't know me that well, so it kind of no. makes me seem a little weird. <laughs> Oh, I oh, like I like to when I meet new people just say stuff like I don't drink Bud Light because it's too woke. <laughs> 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 oh, 
I don't give any context. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great. I, I love the idea of just, just living in that bubble is so bizarre. And like right wing lunacy is definitely a bubble that is like hard, right? It's, it's bad, but the one thing that I've learned in my life is that living, working in casinos as I have for, I don't know now, or like two decades, basically <laughs> the casino bubble is not great. If you're trying to figure out like what America's political ideology and stuff <laughs> is, I literally had a woman shooting craps yesterday that was wearing the QAnon shirt where it's the picture of Trump, like glaring at the camera. And it says, they're not after me. They're after you. I'm just in the way. Oh, yeah. and, and it's just like, Every, literally every day I see some bit of Trump paraphernalia or some sort of Biden sucks and I'm mad at him, like kind of thing. And it's just, if the people that were in casinos were the only voters in America, Republicans <laughs> would have had a 200 year rule over our nation. It and is, Biden would be executed. <laughs> on television. On yes, yes, absolutely. Oh my God. It, I... In the in the past, uh, since the indictments, I've seen uh, a shirt that that said "Indict this," and it was a it was a picture of Trump and like two skeleton middle fingers on either side of it. I actually saw the "Never Surrender Trump" mugshot shirt that made its way into the room, because I'm just like, man. But the greatest moment of political discourse that I've ever seen in a casino was after Obama won re-election in 2012. I had an older man talking to a younger woman and they were both in agreement that they were very mad that young women selfishly voted for Obama. That was the actual terminology they used. They're like, we could have had a great president, but these young women, they just selfishly voted for Obama. They didn't see it. And I just thought to myself, what what on earth are you allowed to be selfish about more than your own vote? Like, like who I want to run the country feels like something I should be a little selfish about. I shouldn't be like, you know, I want Obama, but for the good of the people over there, I got to vote Romney. For I got to do everybody <laughs> a solid and vote for Ned. Like, it was just the greatest thing. And like, they're just nodding and just like, yeah, just don't. Gotta take away our right to vote, you know. Oh, it wasn't God. for us yeah. damn fucking women. We wouldn't have Obama. We would have <laughs> really? had Trump again. Yeah. Fucking yeah. women. I see yeah. this argument all the time in right wing circles. Oh, like, they have like graphs where it's like if women didn't vote, this yep. is how many states would have gone red, and it's like all of them. Yeah, and like, this is why women shouldn't vote. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what was I going to say? Uh, I remember. Um, Someone was talking about what would happen when if Trump had won re-election in 2020, and they said something to the effect of Alito and Thomas would resign and be replaced by two Federalist Society judges who think the 19th Amendment is "quote unquote" murky. And I just thought that was like the greatest thing to say possibly. It's like just having some guys on the Supreme Court going, "What does sex exactly mean when it comes to the right to vote?" This is very confusing. We need to litigate this a little. And it's just like, yeah, that probably would happen. We would probably get to that point. I mean, we got Vivek trying to up the voting oh age to 25. God. I mean, they don't want women to vote. They don't want. Oh, I thought you meant the uh, voluntary repatriation of oh. born citizens. That's what I thought you were <laughs> oh, going to yeah, say. Oh, that was cool. That was yeah, cool. one way to. 
Yeah, that that also. But on top of that, Vivek was also just like the voting yeah. age should be mid twenty five. Yeah, 18, yep. 18 through twenty twenty four can't vote because you you dumb kids are going to vote for the liberals. I mean, because you don't hate gay people and women enough yet. You gotta you gotta age up a little and learn to hate better before you're allowed to vote. I mean, just like, and no first gens, you know. Yeah. Oh no, we're, we're too we're too woke. Us, yeah, our because our parents, you know, and. <laughs> So we got to get out of here. That's what that's what Vivek's saying, which is cool. Is Vivek, doesn't that include him? <laughs> I'm just curious. Are his parents American born? Like, does that not include him? Like, well, this... it was if your parents were not here illegally, and then oh, okay. I thought he you. was doing full no birthright citizenship. I guess that oh, was something I think else. He is, but that's you know that doesn't. It's not backdated. Oh. You know, yeah. You know, so you, you don't have to go if you're already everything's on the up their parents yeah, lucky, lucky you. <laughs> i just I, I just love the fact that basically these assholes can't even talk about all the damage that we've had through racism in america and that birthright citizenship was literally a fuck you to the slavers because the the slavers were just like no we are never going to give blacks citizenship no screw you we are going to fight this to the nail and then after the good guys won the civil war which a lot of these people disagree with they were like no guess what if you're born inside of america you're a citizen get fucked assholes and now there's like that isn't cool and it's like well maybe if the people you weren't supporting were slavers maybe we wouldn't have had to take this drastic step to try to give people rights just this desperate attempt to shoehorn rights in for non-white people which we're still fighting for all the over a century later but it's elon too- musk d- just liked to tweet about how there's no racism like against black yeah, people in america like so i don't know that actually, i don't know your assessment is correct yeah i think mm-hmm. elon's on to <laughs> Yeah, Elon and uh, Supreme Court uh, Chief Justice Roberts. Racism is over. Racism's over. Yeah. It's all done. We... Oh, the justice says it. Oh yeah. Oh god. There's no there's no racism in America. Okay. Uh, Ten minute uh, rambling preamble of podcast completed. <laughs> I'm up. Oh, yeah, You're boom. moving on. Hey, again. Clock. Clocked. Yeah, yes. L is. <laughs> L is the quality control on this show, and he's not here today, so I have. And you're work. so smooth about it, where you're like, "Hey, time." No, no, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. There's no smoothness here. The segues are going to be abrupt and swift. This is going to be a train wreck. I'm not good at my job. It is. Um, this is. Um, so the. Um, the movie Rounders, the movie Rounders, uh, you're muted, by the way, Haley, as you're chuckling. I but, was uh, laughing too hard. I know, but you said something while you were muted. Which I just said sorry. It wasn't uh, no, no, hard. No problem. <laughs> but uh, it, so they they get uh, John Malkovich to be the villain in Rounders. And like, he's a big name and, the, and Rounders is on this like shoestring budget. They're like, oh, shit, we got Malkovich. So he shows up for his first scene. And if you've never seen Rounders, like he talks in this ridiculously bad Russian accent. It is like so cartoonish and over the top and terrible. And so they do the first take of the scene and Malkovich is just doing this really bad Russian accent and just like flailing around and being a nut. And Matt Damon is just sitting and we're watching everybody else. Everyone else is just like, oh, God, he's killing it. This is so good. And Matt Damon is like, what the fuck is this guy doing? And then finally they're like, cut. And then Malkovich like gives like Damon the lean in, come close to me, look. And Matt Damon leans over to him and John Malkovich says, I'm a terrible actor. 
and then, and then they just go with it. So that's basically me as a podcast host. I'm a terrible podcast host. I have no idea what I'm doing. We love you for it. It's and, great. And, and, and with all that said, it's time to go to the boosh. <laughs> it's time for a light sampling of insanity. Get ready for the amuse-bouche. Uh, so we begin with uh, Bobert Juice, Bobert Juice, Bobert Juice. Uh, Lauren Bobert, everyone's favorite congresswoman, uh, apparently got thrown out of a theater because she's a huge dum-dum and can't abide by the rules. So, uh, Amanda, you saw the headline and all the other fun and frivolity going on here. So uh, lead us off on this nonsense. Yeah, so I guess Politico um, wrote about Bobert after this happened. I don't know. I don't know if the article was about this or not, but the headline they had, they went with that they were shamed out of was Lauren Bobert, rabble rouser in D.C., public servant back home. So somebody I follow, Joe Covello, who uh, works for Fetterman, was like, that feeling when you're a rabble rouser in D.C. saying dumb shit, but a public servant back home getting kicked out of the Beetlejuice musical. <laughs> Yeah. Most relatable thing she's ever done. She yes. was she was enjoying it too much. She was vaping, singing along, and dancing, which I'm like, same girl. The most relatable she's ever been. <laughs> she's I love like, this song. She's just like me for real, for real. Yeah, in this one instance. Don't clip that. That's my bad thing of the week. Damn it. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, Lauren Bobert was apparently way too into Beetlejuice and vaping, and the, um, the the staff asked her to leave, and as she was leaving, she hit them with the, do you know who I am? She went the, so whole, she went the whole nine yards. I'm like, I'm big time. You can't pay do this for me. <laughs> yeah. And she, and she flipped off, she flipped off the staff as she was leaving. She did the whole thing. It was magical. Enchanting, even. And I saw something was like, she was also recording, and that's a big no-no. And it's like, oh, yeah. I actually think when you're vaping, that's like way bigger of a no-no. Yeah. <laughs> a selfie? Like, what? Getting a selfie at the Beetlejuice musical, because you just... <laughs> I would say, if I was there, I would say, do you know who I am? I mean, yeah. 100%. <laughs> I'm already committed to the vid at that point. Like, yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's so funny she did that. I... Oh, God. I just... It, what what really blows my mind about all of this is that the Democrats are rerunning the guy who like lost to her by like two hundred votes in in that district in what was an absolutely shocking turn of events because everyone thought that Bobert's district was super safe and they weren't going to have to risk anything. So that guy is literally like my the only good Twitter ads I get are that guy and like um sports book betting things. Everything else is white nationalism and uh, Dogecoin, but. Like I just see ads for that guy going, if like I'm leading Bobert in the polls, this time I can do it. And I'm just thinking to myself, if you're the Republicans, can't you just find an empty suit to primary Bobert and get rid of her the way you did Madison Cawthorn? I mean, is she really such an awesome candidate that you're just like, eh, let's just run Bobert again. She won last time by like 200 votes. This time it'll be an election year, so Biden's definitely going to have, like, coattails. Because co this is Colorado. It's not like Bobert's running in some red state. Colorado's a blue state. So it's like Biden's going to have coattails. Trump's going to be dragging her down. This is a very winnable seat for the Democrats if Bobert is the nominee. 
why is she not being primaried? I just truly don't understand it. I would be fascinated to learn the demographic that likes Bobert and doesn't like Trump. I mean, like, I don't know that it exists, but if it does, I want to know a lot about oh, yeah. it. Oh, I, I mean, her district is like her district is like Pueblo. I mean, like Pueblo, and you've got like you know all of these like uh, like Aspen and stuff like that. Like Colorado's districting is super weird. Like when I went to that Lincoln Day dinner in Pueblo for her, um, I mean, it's just not like the rest of the rest of Colorado. <laughs> yeah, but but that, that's the thing. It was it was supposed to be a safe gerrymandered district, and then she almost fucked it, which really blows my mind. I truly don't understand how. You have a person who, like, because she's like the kind of candidate that you have in a district that's like plus 30, one side or the other. Like, like how Marjorie Taylor Greene is insulated by her district. And, you, like, so I just don't understand how you, as like Republican strategists, could look at Bobert's massive underperformance, like, last election cycle and be like, nah, we should run her again. This. This is going to work out great. There's there's nothing but upside for Lauren Boebert being our representative, our nominee. I mean, there literally has to be some Republican empty suit getting ready to primary Santos. I mean, my God. I mean, someone in New York has to be like, hey, I'm not a criminal that's lied about literally my entire life. Please vote for me for the Republican nomination. I mean, I, I, I have to imagine that's coming. I mean, because uh, our boy George... Not, probably not in good shape for that. There's probably a lot not. going on in the Manhattan and New York City GOP. It's a very complicated, <laughs> uh, messy situation, and I think it's it's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we can just do that. We can just pivot the podcast into in the weeds baseball about Manhattan Republicanism. Well, there's not and... much I can say unless you're going to pay me a lot of money because I'm selling that story elsewhere. But oh, I can oh, tell you oh. it's not easy right now oh, to yeah. become I, I, a up and coming too good for us, Mike. I told you. <laughs> have, have, have you met my friend Andrew Jackson? Waves twenty dollar bill at camera. <laughs> yeah, I got a few bucks. I got a few bucks. I got a. I got some. I got a case of liquid death. Wait, is there caffeine in liquid death? Or is no, it just... it's water. It's just actual water. I have caffeinated water. I don't it's know. It's just canned water. It's just plain canned water. I think there I is one was... that's flavored. I, but... I thought it was caffeinated water, so I almost bought it once. I'm really glad I didn't. No, it, it, liquid death is literally just water, and they also have sparkling water. Okay, listen, liquid death, I swam in the Nile once and almost died afterwards. So that's like what liquid death makes me think of, is like the water that was in the Nile that made me extremely <laughs> sick. I also got this at the Nile, but it's the Nile as in the punk theater and that's where we had our show. And it's really cool. Wow. Yeah, that's another funny crazy. coincidence. Look at that. Full <laughs> circle. I hope that you uh, don't almost die on a boat. No. I might die the Nile, though. Be very careful. <laughs> oh, God. Shout out the Nile. <laughs> Shout out to the Missouri. <laughs> Which, if you've played Oregon Trail, you have died of. So You might get dysentery at our Nile, also. <laughs> it's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so i think we i think we've uh we've batted around lauren bobert enough for this week uh, i'm sure she'll find her way into the news more often at, as time goes along oh, and, yeah. it's dysentery oh, we God, it's so great. oh man i mean I, I would actually what would actually be really awesome is if she became just like incredibly disheveled and like just weird looking because she was never sleeping now because she was actually being haunted by beetlejuice <laughs> That'd be great if 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 
if she actually did have poltergeists harassing her from now on, that would be what I would be hugely a fan of. She's going to be on Dancing with the Stars in Do a few years. Do you think she's going to be partying a lot now that she's like getting a divorce? And she's yes. like, what, like my age, right? She's like 35, 36? She's going to be going out, making up for all that lost time after her uh, pedophile, or not pedophile, what's the one with teenagers? That one husband? Ibuhan. Yeah. <laughs> she's going to be doing, I bet this, a creep. I bet this is just the beginning. I bet yeah. we see way more way more of this behavior and it's gonna she's gonna be president (laughs) i i i actually think her uh, political future is pretty capped where it is right now it's the sarah palin trajectory she'll have some spots on fox news where she says some wild shit and then she goes on dancing with the stars or whatever that one that palin was on which was awesome yeah i i although i mean we we had that uh that that revenge porn thing that that democrat lady has been suffering from like in the past few days i can see a bobert sex tape in the near future i can totally see her just like deciding to be like hey you know what if her husband uh, like, likes some shit. Oh yeah, he. Oh, oh yeah. Th- now that would be that is that is not that would be not cool. But uh, no. yeah, her uh, her husband is uh, incredibly bad news, and uh, the fact that she's divorcing him is probably one of the best decisions she's ever made. When your husband pulls his dick out at a bowling alley for seventeen year olds, and you're like, "That's fine." What does it take for you to get divorced? <laughs> like, what happened? Becoming an adult and realizing, like, shit. I think I was groomed. I don't know that she. Do you think she's really aware? I don't know, no, but no. I, I, that's what happened. So hopefully, <laughs> I love that Haley is just so definitive about this. She's just like, boom. Lauren Bobert was involved in a grooming situation. I mean, period, you know, period, he was point an blank. adult, and she was get. He was showing penis to her when she was underage. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say this was not an appropriate start of a relationship. How Probably. how much how much older it was her husband? Wasn't he in his twenties? Yeah, I think he was like old enough to get a rental car. I thought he was like twenty five. I am. Very, this is this is mind blowing to me. We're not going to have scintillating podcasts where like I'm literally <laughs> head down on Wikipedia trying to find out information about how old. Oh, Lauren... I thought you were going to say we're going to have a. Wasn't he like showing podcast? off a tattoo? Wasn't that the story at the bowling alley? Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. But you know what? I knew a guy when I was in high school. I knew a guy in his twenties who uh, got his dick pierced, and he really just did it so he could pull it out and show high school girls. So two sides of the same coin. Honestly, Dude, there was a guy in my high school that used to just show his balls to everybody. I don't know why. It's like he just Dude. had to pull them out. My friend was dating a guy who was like eight years older than us when we were in high school again, and he would always show his balls. And then he took a photo on a digital camera of mine, and of course, I was at minor child so my mother saw his balls on the digital camera (laughs) yeah there's a lot of that men are bad if you if you are an adult man don't hang out with high schoolers just don't do that (laughs) jesus yeah uh i i recommend not doing any of these things uh yeah he was 22 years old and she was 16 Oh, great, great. Absolutely. Oh, wow. That is oof, rough. Great. Wonder Bar. Okay. So, man, I'm so glad we dug into the mine, the delicious like story content of Lauren Bobert's hideous personal life. Yeah, Lauren, if you're listening, if you keep doing weird stuff, we can do a side podcast just about you, like once a month or something. Yes. Lauren Bobert's crazy adventures. <laughs> yes. We can cover more stuff. Yeah. Be yeah. cooler. 
Oh yeah, we'll, we'll get stop a drop. Stop Congress. <laughs> yes, leave Congress. Stop hurting America. Just live your best life yeah. elsewhere. Go party. Yes. Go party. <laughs> Uh, so anyhow, uh, now that I think we've actually concluded the Lauren Boebert segment, smash cut to 10 more minutes of Lauren Boebert. <laughs> it's really weird. <laughs> but uh, this was our first 9-11 anniversary uh, where Twitter was uh, under the uh, the steady hand, the guiding vision of our beloved Elon Musk. And uh, boy, howdy, was uh, uh, Twitter... It wasn't trending. Oh yeah, what wasn't trending? Uh, Dancing Jews, Dancing uh, Israelis. Nick Fuentes helped to boost yep. that one, which is like cool platform. Elon, yes, cool platform. Uh, but here at X, uh, we we will never go DefCon. There's no eyes on the people. Jewish people, and we love the Jews. Should edit that a few times, <laughs> maybe ten more times. <laughs> I would hit delete and start over, but I don't have enough followers, and this one's really getting traction. I know, literally. <laughs> I just love the idea of the CEO of Twitter being like, oh, man, I'm getting engagement. This is, this is great. I love the idea of her being like, and what are dancing Israelis? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it, it, it's it's really funny because she's the normie and Elon's the pilled lunatic. So she's just being dragged into this hell and has no idea, like none. She's literally just checking to make sure that, that her check clears every two weeks. And she's like, okay, Elon's still giving me my gobs of money. So this yeah. is okay, I guess. And <laughs> dancing is really, I mean, I don't think, I mean, it's it's fairly obscure. I, I don't think most people, like, I don't think most people knew about it. I mean, that's like, here we go. Cool. Yeah, I just saw straight up Nazis pushing that one. Um, yep. And it was on my For You, like, I was getting that on my For You page. I was also getting Nick Fuentes on my For You page for a straight two days after he was actually banned. And it still was recommending me all his tweets that he made under his, you yeah. know, like, hundred yeah. Ban- yeah, banned account. And I, it, But when you clicked on it, then it was like, oh, account banned. And it's like, wow, great platform. What a great platform we have going on. Also, I, I, I just have to say one more thing real quick, just because we're talking about Twitter. I got recommended an ad that was literally a video, like a, it was like a YouTube video about about how Andrew Tate and Tristan Tate are like being wrongly accused of trafficking. Like that was my recommended ad. <sighs> that is just absolutely wonderful i just love that i actually have two co-hosts on the show who are deeper into the weeds on certain things than me the two of you are just going back and forth about nick fuentes and all of his horrors and i'm just like what <laughs> fuck i i'm not i am not a licensed nickologist i don't have <laughs> i don't have my certification in fuentesology so i'm just gonna let the experts talk about this <laughs> I just hope that maybe we somehow veer into the Kennedy assassination and then I can grab, I can just grab the wheel back and be like, oh boy, let me spin a yarn for you about our boy Jack in Dallas, Texas. And just like, <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of anti Semitism going on. Like, it's pretty... really bad. I mean, it's uh, hard for me because like, I'm mutual to a lot of Nazis. <laughs> so my for you is already totally off the chain. <laughs> we, we, we did it we got our first bit of Amanda's super clip I'm mutual for a lot of Nazis clip it, save it Boom. I have a I clean page and I have a you know, alt and yeah. like, I'm getting the same shit on both, like they're just pushing far right content on everything It's did, really... did, did either one of you get the, did either one of you get the 14 words ad? oh my god, no 
No, Did but you? I saw. Yeah, I, I saw. I, I saw it. it to me. Yeah. yeah, I saw people screenshotting it, but I did not get it directly in my feed. Is it actually the fourteen words? Yeah, it yes, really is. Yes, it's an image. Words. It's an image with the fourteen words as the caption, just straight, just boom, just Nazi yeah. group paid for ad, and <laughs> and Twitter just ran it. So no anyway, journalists, no again, I have to ask if you're listening this week. If you're paying for gold on this platform, you you shouldn't be doing that. If your outlet is doing that, I I'm judging you. Anyways, back to are are outlets even paying for? Because I know some of them got it for free. Uh, others have, didn't. There's some local outlets here that are paying for it. I know for a fact um, they're paying for it, and it's like, what are you doing? What are you doing here? I have, the... and they're like doing mass layoffs. It's like, oh, so you got the money for the gold, you got the money for the gold check, but but you can't pay your writers, and you're doing AI writing yeah. articles now. That's really cool. Anyways. I have the weirdest bot following my account. It's called Whichever's Poker Club, and it's got a gold check. And literally everything I tweet, it likes within like one minute of me posting the tweet. It is me. I'm your biggest fan. You're my biggest fan. You paid a thousand. (laughs) You paid a thousand dollars for a gold check just so you could bot the shit out of me. I appreciate Mm -hmm. you. You could just directly send me that thousand dollars instead of sending (laughs) instead of sending it every month. Elon, yeah. You know what? We're also. I'm gonna pay for you to have Twitter blue. I could just send you eleven dollars a month, but I'm just gonna. (laughs) God, I would so much rather have the eleven dollars. You'll love all the good features of Twitter blue. I've really been enjoying them myself. Carney is out of fries. Uh, you guys are talking about weird uh, Twitter sh- like stuff that Twitter sent you. Oh yeah, nine eleven was fun. Yeah. So, but uh, <laughs> wow. Yeah, okay. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, nine- wow. Wow. <laughs> Save that one for the super clip. Paris moment. <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. I meant this nine eleven, which is oh, acceptable yeah. to say twenty two years later. You're allowed oh, to have yeah. fun on any random. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, on the Washington DC subreddit, somebody was complaining because their neighbors threw a party and they reenacted the crash. <laughs> Out of the Pentagon, because that would be tacky because that's here. So they just <laughs> went towers and they had music and drinks, and the neighbor was like, Many of our fellow Washingtonians died that day. <laughs> this is not okay. I just literally literally the uh, Halloween after 9-11 in Salem. There were two guys that were the World Trade Center running away from a third guy that was a plane that was chasing them. So, like, oh my god, yes, <laughs> L tells that story a lot. So, yes, did you see it in person? I did not. L uh-huh. saw it, and he, he had other witnesses. This was a this was an actual way too soon thing are that you, people did. Are you a truther? Are you a truther? Really? <laughs> <It's not laughs> yeah. Did you actually see it? <laughs> What's really funny, no, what makes me laugh about Haley saying that was because that was literally in my feed where someone was talking about no plane 9-11 and then somebody else was just like, hey, I saw a plane. And somebody else was like, did you really see a plane? Yeah, this is actually relevant to Arizona politics right now because a sitting state senator named Justine Wadsack. I um, I thought it was a joke when I saw Jared tweet her name. um, She, uh, liked a bunch of tweets that were she was actually in a greater conversation because she posted a fake transcript from 9-11 and she's like i post this every year to remind myself um and then there was people in her comments that are like this is fake this is 9-11 was fake the planes are fake everything's fake 
And she's definitely a 9-11 conspiracy theorist, but she doesn't believe everything was fake. So she was in the conversation liking comments that were like, no, it wasn't fake. It was just, um, you know, it was not just done by Mossad. <laughs> yeah, it was just not what, what it was just uh, not what we were told. And like, uh, you know, she had other conspiracies in there, like that it was an inside job and, you know, just all the typical stuff. So it was like she's delving in. To, she she has nine eleven conspiracies, but she's not a full no planner, you know. Yeah. Uh, uh, for for those of you who want to use the theater of the mind, at some point during Haley's riff, there Amanda was ugly laughing. It was like the opposite yeah. of ugly crying, but she yeah. was just absolutely. Oh, I'm crying a little bit too. Yes. <laughs> I just, when I saw her at first, I didn't know how to pronounce it, so I said it in my head as Wadsack. No, it's Wadsack. <laughs> she also gets defensive when you call out the name, so Wadsack. I thought it was a joke name, and so when I saw this journalist had tweeted about her, I was like, oh, is he not on his alt? <laughs> so I was like, that's obviously, because I don't think he uses her first name, he was just like, Wadsack. And I'm like, oh, that's mean, but kind of funny. There was a recall campaign against her, and it was it was Sack Wadsack, and I thought that was funny. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. It was not successful because it's a hard thing to do, but we support you recallers yes she harassed the shit out of them she was like sending like goons down to harass the people collecting signatures with like trucks with her face on it it says wad sack on it like why would you put wad sack on your truck <laughs> <laughs> literally i'm committing a crime i'm, I'm intimidating <laughs> and, and uh, attacking people for mm -hmm. being engaged in the political process i she's am so yeah, healthy healthy democracy we're doing is she married is she is yeah she she's married to mr wadsack that's so why she gets she defensive about the name, name. Mm -hmm. wow. that's I why she gets like... defensive about it. she's like it's my husband's name i wonder what her name if she i would be like bro you're taking my name it was a normal name i looked it up once and it was just like <laughs> a normal name what she's a fun some drama what a I, 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 just, I just love the idea that you are going to be a public person and you go from your generic normal name to Wadsack as your now name you're going to be known about, known as in public. Because you're like, I'm taking my husband's name, which is going to hurt me like politically because my name yeah. is now goofy and weird. And people get to riff on it by saying Sack Wadsack and shit. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, I mean, I'm looking uh, for a husband so that I can have a better name. Mm -hmm. um then more but i guess i should be very like you know careful what you wish for amanda wads <laughs> i'm gonna take justine's hand oh man i i i could i could marry amanda and then i could become michael moore and i would just be another <laughs> like, fat leftist like documentarian who loses his way at some point but yes <laughs> i'm just a a singer <laughs> yeah and actress a little yeah, bit yeah. You were in saved. and political commentator she's been on love it or leave it <laughs> saved yeah. so yeah we, we I, I i saw a bunch of people a bunch of QAnon promoters that were so happy about the fact that twitter just became this cesspool of 9-11 conspiracy bullshit on 9-11 where they were just like yeah, we're red pilling the shit out of everybody, and it's like congratulations, you've turned Twitter into Gab. What a what <laughs> yeah. a win! What a huge win! This is so uh, great. Actually, uh, as an active user on Gab, uh, it's a more functional website. I didn't have to pay them eight dollars to DM people, so <laughs> it made it worse in some ways. <laughs> it is weird to see Gab becoming a bit more 
less laggy than Twitter. I guess it's less yeah. users on Gab. It's just like Gab was always my top tier. This website is fucking dog shit website. And now it's like, at least it scrolls. Yeah. I, mean, I can't I, scroll on Twitter anymore. I haven't been able to scroll on Twitter in like a week. And the DM box at the bottom right corner has been messed up forever. It's awful. I, like I don't have notifications on on my phone. And so I never see DMs because I don't see like the box is gone. And I started giving them $8 August 19th because I ran out of DMs messaging a source when I'd flown across the country to go see this source. <laughs> And I'm like, maybe the maybe maybe it will be a better website. Maybe it'll be less buggy. It'll load faster. It's just as bad. It's literally no difference. It's like there's no the user experience. They sent me twenty one dollar, twenty four dollars. That was the user experience that I got, and I got to DM people. That's it. <laughs> Uncapping your you had to pay money to uncap your DMs. That is yeah. Oh my God. yeah. Neat. Oh man, what a what an absolute banger of a website Elon's created. Which uh, when he's which he is now claiming I don't know has been devalued either half or ninety percent by the ADL and its cruel assault upon him and all of his uh, free speech and all that good stuff. Oh my god! The Jews made me tweet out Pepe over and over. I didn't want to. Yeah, yeah. The Jews made me tweet or like a bunch of weird not esoteric Nazi shit on the timeline. And like racist shit. The Jews tricked me into believing that Nancy Pelosi's husband was really uh, fighting his gay lover. It's not my fault. The Jews did it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, poor Elon. Poor Elon. So easily tricked by the the globalists, as Alex Jones would say, because that's how you try to like cover for this stuff. Uh, anyhow, uh, moving along to uh, the wheelhouse of our of our correspondent in Arizona, Haley. What's the latest bullshit going on in Arizona? What fun and frivolity are we dealing with there this week? Um. Okay. So, like, I, I guess we'll talk about the lake thing real quick because you want to. Um, <laughs> Mike's making me talk about Carrie a lake little bit. Again. I just it's all it's most of it is like sources say this. Sources say this in response to sources saying that. Now sources are saying this in response to the sources that said that. So a lot of it's just like, okay, what are we doing? Celebrity gossip here? But the main kind of gist of the story is that Blake Masters allegedly wanted to enter the Senate race against Ruben Gallego. And uh, Kristen Cinema actually hasn't jumped in yet, but it's assuming that she'll run as an independent. <sighs> Please get her out of here. Um, so Mark, Sheriff Mark Lamb is in the race. We talked about last week. Nobody cares about him. So everybody's just speculating. He's actually in the race. He's the one that's actually in the race. Nobody gives a shit. Um, <laughs> but everybody's speculating like, okay, will Carrie Lake enter that race and take the Republican spot? Or will it be Blake Masters? Because um, Blake Masters was apparently hinting at it. There was no direct quote. Um, but then as soon as there was like even a rumor that Blake was going to enter the race, Trump was like, you kind of suck, don't you? Didn't you like lose <laughs> by like after spending like $70 million from P of Peter Thiel's money? Uh, and then we had a really cool gun that was made in Germany. It was a really cool gun. <laughs> and it was like silent when he shot it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, just... he had the creepiest ads. Well, I don't know where, where like, where all that money go? It's just like your bad ad. 
Yeah. Um, I actually forgot to mention this last week because I was at the quote unquote victory party where Carrie and Blake and Abe Hamaday and Mark Fincham and everybody was supposed to come out as the big winners. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that didn't happen. They That's all still cool. like gave speeches. Most of them, like Carrie came out and gave a speech, like, we're, we still got this. You know, we still got this. Well, she won. She won. Um, But Blake did not bother. He actually stormed out with his entire family and left uh, hours early. And like I was out catching a smoke when I saw this happen and his like little aides were like, did he just fucking leave? What are we going to (laughs) do? Dude, I want another shrimp plate. What the fuck? Yeah. Bullshit. Very relatable, actually. I would also leave. Yeah, Uh, if you're losing that bad, just leave. I'm going to lose it a little bit. If I'm definitely not winning, I'm never running for office, you know? I just, I just, I'm just imagining a staffers being like, there's an open bar with this shit. I was going to get loaded. <laughs> Crap. Damn it. There was, an open bar. there was just an open cardboard pizza bar. <laughs> it's uh, Some call that a buffet. Yeah, I guess you could call it that. <laughs> Do you like to come to the Pizza Hut bar with me? If you know what I mean. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so yeah, uh, Trump was like, "You suck, bro. You really gonna enter this race? If Carrie does it, she's gonna stomp your ass." And <laughs> uh, this is paraphrasing. He Trump didn't say these exact words. What way too commitment for him? <laughs> Um, you have been talking about mosquitoes and how we gave away the Panama Canal for a dollar and it was really stupid and then segue back to Blake Mazars being shit <laughs> so now allegedly again these are all like sources and like political operatives here who are like I don't think he'll enter the race um, so yeah now there's like speculation that Masters won't even bother because Blake and Trump were kind of just immediately like yeah you want to enter the race bud you want to <laughs> enter the race come at me <laughs> Come at me. <laughs> and none of these people have even announced. Like, Carrie, I don't know what she's doing. She's just she's waiting. She's on her victory tour. I mean, it, why are you saying this? You know she what she's doing. She was like at the Ohio. You know like, you running? <laughs> you said that she lost. First of all, she won. I just saw her speak in Texas a couple weeks ago. She won. She was telling everybody she won. Trump mm-hmm. won. You know? You're just- she wears this, like, governor jacket. It's like a jacket that reads governor on it with her name. And it's like, she's so lady. cool. She's so cool. <laughs> she's super cool. She's, she's super the, cool. She's the keynote speaker at the Republican dinner, and like people were walking out, and she's just like, and another thing about JFK is Oh yeah. I saw those videos. What was she saying exactly about JFK? Get Mike, get Mike into this. Oh god, I don't even remember because <laughs> I was there to uh eavesdrop on young Republicans. Yes, yes. And so once they started talking about how she was a lunatic, I was like, Oh, tell me more. <laughs> Well, I heard JFK. I heard, like, uh, I forget. It was, you know, I think maybe the CIA killed him or something. Yeah. might have been what she said. And then I got distracted because people were complaining about her talking about Ukraine. Oh. Yeah, that'll happen. Uh, oh, man. Anyway, I just... that's the Carrie. Yep. Blake. Blake. Yep. 
now on to the important Arizona news. Okay, this is my favorite story of the week so far. This is so in the weeds. We're talking we're talking a little bit in the weeds here. But <laughs> you guys remember the Cyber Ninjas audit? You remember when the Cyber Ninjas came to town for seven months and disrupted? Yep. Who, who could forget? Yeah. This is a really Arizona thing, but, you know. Um, so there was a woman who kind of organized... She lives here. She's actually she's not a cyber ninja. She used to like roll with the Oath Keepers, kind of, you know. Uh, like she's got there's this photo I have of her with like Stuart Rhodes and like Richard Mack from the Constitutional Sheriffs. Um, but so she was just kind of like a, you know, like a, you know, just a hanger on a local uh, in the far right scene, and her name's Shelby Bush. Um, and when the audit well not really when the audit was happening when patrick byrne and michael flynn and Sidney powell all went to dc to be like hey trump how about you hand us the voting machines and we're just going to kind of like hold off on the election a little bit and do a little audit of these machines um and that didn't happen but shelby bush and her partner were in D.C. at the time, flown out by Patrick Byrne to just kind of, like, hang out and also get info from Byrne to then come here and do the audit. They were trying to do, like, audits all over. Like, Michigan kind of got an attempt at an audit and a few other states. Anyways, well, we're the only state that was actually ridiculous enough to go through with the full plan. Um, It was literally Shelby Bush that, like, was communicating with our Senate president to be like, here's who we're going to use for the audit. Here's all this. Here's what we're doing. Here's we're organizing it. And then Patrick Burns like, Hey, I got you guys. I'm going to fund this thing. And I'm also going to get the organizers for this thing. And it's a bunch of people who are part of her organization called we, the people Arizona Alliance, which is like a nonprofit slash pack here, which she just made kind of to take the money of Mike Lindell and Patrick Byrne and Michael Flynn during the audit times to just kind of like funnel money into themselves. And then some of that money went back into her partner because her partner ran for like state Senate. And it was just like 40 grand went directly in his campaign. And then like another 40 grand went in just directly to him. So there was like a lot of clearly there's some money stuff going on that I'm not smart enough to, you know, be privy to, but they were like the, the it is a fact that Mike Lindell um organized the first like Cyber Ninjas event with Shelby Bush and gave her 50 grand after that event because yeah. they were, wanted to do the audit. Yeah. And then they were kind of like organizing with that Joven Pulitzer guy, the 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 bamboo ballot. I'm going to scan it with my fake technology. He's like a fake treasure hunter. He's a character. Uh, but yeah, they were like holding rallies with him and Patrick Byrne and like all the people that would eventually lead into the audit. Okay. So audit background basically done with her. Uh, after the audit was over, she was still obviously very involved with Arizona politics. Um, she kind of, she got involved with the Carrie Lake campaign because during the audit, they subpoenaed to have all the ballot the mail-in ballot signatures like so they could review them but they're obviously you have to follow the fucking law when you get those you can't just be like hey everybody here's everybody's signatures which is what they did they started posting people's signatures onto the twitter timeline carrie lake has been 
<laughs> illegally posting people's signatures being like these are fake signatures these are fake signatures so kind of doxing voters a little bit um <laughs> and uh they got it through shelby bush and the we the people alliance crew uh because they were part of the audit and so this has been kind of like part of carrie's court cases and just her whole ongoing like i actually won is like look at these signatures and she like at the event sometimes like look at these signatures um like she has like a powerpoint um so yeah they've been working supporting me i'm telling everybody yeah (laughs) i know um so yeah uh, so they've been like doing a bunch of crimes doing a bunch of disruptions to our elections and then shelby bush got a seat with the the maricopa county republican committee which is just the the maricopa gop like how every county has their own gop she was she's now the first vice chair uh on the maricopa gop um yeah so kind of like a pretty good leadership seat within the the maricopa which is the biggest county it's kind of one that is important um she just uh allocated herself uh, two hundred and fifty thousand dollars from the Maricopa GOP's like f- funding to her own organization that We the People Arizona Alliance. They don't even have that much money. They have about thirty k. So she took she she she, 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 <laughs> she took like ten times the amount of money she already had and <laughs> gave it to herself. Wow. I need, to awesome. have job, I need to have a job like that where I just access the piles of money and can just be like, I now give this money to me, the most deserving charity in all the world. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and like, uh, it went kind of like unnoticed, but the president of the Arizona Tea Party is now kind of like, hey, what the fuck? Where, where's where all the money go? Uh, and he's like, am I the only one who sees a conflict of interest here? He was literally tweeting about it. He's like, Mark my words, as the months progress, I predict it will be becoming increasingly obvious that the Maricopa County Republican Committee is run by unethical amateurs. Candidates and donors be wise, align with the state party, the Arizona GOP, which doesn't have the issues of the Maricopa GOP. Which is so funny because the actual state party's also broke because they've been helping to fund Carrie Lake's bullshit. So, like, everybody's broke. Like, they're, yeah. they're just... <laughs> Yeah, I've been reading all these articles about how all these different Republican state parties in, in, in very important swing states are absolutely without money because they've just been funding so many dumb lawsuits that Trump and Lake and others have been required. Like Michigan's Republican Party is flat broke. Arizona's Republican Party is flat broke. It's just. You know who's not broke? Shell Bush. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> No. Oh, my God. <laughs> that is. Holy shit. If like, you put Michigan's Republican Party into a coliseum, they would probably fight each other to the death. Yeah. <laughs> so there's also that. Yeah. <laughs> and we didn't even get into Mike Lindell's depositions where he was very angry about people saying his pillows were lumpy. Oh, He's my God. He's a scumbag. I have my Put that down. Yes. He's a scumbag with a Q. Totally pilled. That's what we're calling our followers now, scumbags with a Q. Yes, yes. Oh, God. They're no longer beautiful babies. They are now scumbags with a Q. Thanks to Mike Lindell, the weirdest nut in the in the universe. Please sue us, Mike Lindell. We need the publicity. Just uh, you part of the bot and troll army. Bots and yes. trolls? Bots and oh, trolls? Yes, yes. Or maybe we, de- we maybe we were the ones who debunked his uh, P- the PCAPs and we got the $5 million from him, that giant moron. 
Okay, so anyway, reason, sorry for getting too in the weeds with oh, Arizona no. as usual. God I just no. thought that was funny. That's what, <laughs> that's, that's what we that's what we're here for. We're, like, I think I'm the only person that still talks about the cyber ninjas. I'm just like, hey, you guys remember the cyber ninjas? I, I want to no, get a cyber like ninjas it. tattoo just to remember the times, you know. <laughs> I want to get bamboo paper. Oh, that's a good one. I like not as a tattoo. I just like want reams of it. Or the Q cat. That old invention that uh, the Joven Pulitzer guy invented that was also a grift. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I want Haley. I want Haley on one arm to have Cyber Ninjas tattooed, and then the other arm she has birds are not real on the other arm. So you just yep. have the, that, those beautiful memories merged together for forever. Mm-hmm. And whenever people look at her, she's like, "Yeah, it was a wild time." You don't. You Dude, don't understand. I'm not even yeah. kidding. I'm not even kidding. A friend of mine, our mutual buddy, Amanda of Arizona Journalism. Um, he sent me a hilarious video uh, that somebody sent him was like, you got to look into this. And it was like, you know, mud fossil, you know, mud fossil stuff. Um, Mike, do you know what a mud fossil university is? Nope. No earthly idea. It's basically just old guys with too much time on their hands that are like, look at these shapes I found on Google Maps. You know what this is? Dinosaurs. This is ancient dinosaurs and giants and, and dragons. This is proof. You see this rock I found on the floor? It's in the shape of a duck. This is actually a crystallized duck. Um, it's just like guys doing fake science by looking at rocks and looking at shapes. But uh, my friend sent me one that he got in his inbox that was like, look at this one you got to check out near the Giza pyramids. And it was apparently an alien, but the guy drew an alien to like show what he saw. And it was the it was the sickest alien drawing i've ever seen it was so punk i i, I kind of want it as a tattoo but then i'm worried i might find him in the wild and he'll be like there's the thing i've been seeing <laughs> you know i thought you meant you might find the alien in the wild and i was gonna say that guy's really far away i think you're safe <laughs> yeah so it that's my, my fossil. i wish mm-hmm. elon was here for that one because he loves weird stuff <laughs> well the bush is running way too long time to get into the news no problem from the digital headlines to the digital front lines, it's cues in the news. Uh, so we talked a little bit about Elon earlier, but now we have to get into the actual shit he's done recently, which is the fact that Elon is a fucking traitor. No, you don't get your own little bump this week, Elon, because screw you. Being a traitor is fucking bad. No music for you, you son of a bitch. Um, so it came out in Elon's biography that he that the Ukrainian Navy was or their military forces were getting ready to attack Russia's Navy in the Black Sea. And they were like, well, we're getting close to the Navy and we're getting ready to blow all these ships up. Time to fire up the Starlink to see what's going on. And suddenly the Starlink didn't work and they were not able to get the information they needed to conduct the attack. And therefore, they did not do it. And. This was in the biography that Elon literally just denied them access to Starlink for this attack. And now Elon has been just spinning like a top, coming up with reasons and justifications as to why this happened, where he's just like, oh, the U.S. was sanctioning Russia and it was so unfair. So blah, blah, blah. Or I didn't want this attack to lead to World War Three. And therefore I did a thing. And it's like uh, and he also made a comment about how this would have been like Pearl Harbor, which no. Pearl Harbor was a sneak attack by a nation leading to a war. Ukraine was already being invaded by Russia at this point. This was a counterattack by Ukraine against Russia that had already attacked them with unprovoked, over 
an unprovoked attack on Ukraine. So all of this shit that Elon is currently trying to justify why Starlink didn't work is horseshit. Because he's just literally on Team Russia's side. That's just it. That's just all there is to this. And Elon has posted a bunch of stuff about how we need to sue for peace. Ukraine needs to just cut a deal, give Russia some land, you know, all that good stuff. So that's our boy Elon. Just uh, another magical day of pro-Putin propaganda from the guy who owns this giant social media platform and apparently wants to be like the modern day Lex Luthor. Like everybody's like, oh, he wants to be Tony Stark. It's like, well, Tony Stark was the good guy. He is actually the, the, the bad guy now. He's bad. He's just objectively bad. So yeah, that was super magical and fun to read all about. Powerful silence. Sorry, I was taking a sip of water. You ever yeah. hear of water? It's good yeah. stuff. Oh, yeah. It's the greatest <laughs> stuff. But no. <laughs> I really got nothing else to say about Elon. He sucks. He's, yeah. He sucks. Every day we go on the timeline and just learn how much he sucks more. And everyone posts about, uh, look at this thing he liked. Look at this thing he said. He Look at how much he sucks. And I'm like, I've been look, new. Look at the new name of his new baby that we found out about and how ridiculous yeah, this. that's cool. Yeah. It's like a it's like a Borderlands gun name, Trachosaurus. Yeah, Trachosaurus Rex or something. It's like, yeah, yeah. maybe Claptrap <laughs> will be the next baby. <laughs> that would be too hip and happening. Every all 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 of the names are just grandiose bullshit. That he's yeah, he's just... not a Borderlands guy. He's a Warhammer guy. A oh God. <laughs> uh... God Emperor Corn Musk is coming down the pipeline any day now. <laughs> Shout out Borderlands. Uh, yeah, yes, like Borderlands. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so thank God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have to get I have to get my PS5 so I can get in on that Boulders Gate and fucking live the life that all my friends are living. Um, not having sex with bears because apparently the bear guy is really not that cool. <laughs> Having sex with him isn't nearly as fun as everyone made it out to be. Uh, yeah. But uh, anyhow, thank God there was not that much meat on the Elon bone this week. So fuck you, buddy. Uh, moving on to the last bit of actual quote unquote real news that we have in the, it, around us is the Republicans are totally going to impeach Biden now for really reals for. Honestly, crime. you have to tell this one because I saw it yesterday, but I was a bit busy. And by the time I got into it, it was already over with. So I felt like I didn't need to. I didn't need to look at it. <laughs> I figured you would tell me. Yeah. So Kevin. So <laughs> not enough Nazis posted about it on Telegram. So I don't know much about <laughs> it either. It's like okay. My, my mutuals, aka my homies, weren't talking enough about <laughs> this. Like, nobody cared. Sorry. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> Kevin McCarthy, uh, because as people have been posting on the internet, like Marjorie Taylor Greene has one of his balls and Matt Gates has his other ball. Uh, they uh, have basically given him the edict that he has to impeach Joe Biden for his non-crimes. And so McCarthy came out and stated that they are going to begin an impeachment inquiry into Biden and that hopefully this inquiry will lead to the discovery of the crimes that they are sure that Biden has committed. Um, today, um, a reporter 
said to McCarthy, yo, McCarthy, like two weeks ago, you said you had enough votes to impeach Biden, yet you're not impeaching him. Do you still have the votes? If not, what's changed? And McCarthy was like, you no good so-and-so. Always bringing up votes and things I said previously and like public statements that I as the Speaker of the House have made. How dare you? How dare you, good sir? And then he was like, I've answered your question. Next question. And he just moved right along. And the reporter's like, you haven't asked my, answered my question. I, 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 do you have the votes, motherfucker? Do you have the votes to impeach? Yet, yet, Y slash N. What is your answer? And McCarthy is, just did not say Y or N. He did not answer the question. He said a secret third thing. Yes. Which is maybe. <laughs> yes. Because, <laughs> uh, uh by the way, for those of you who do not know the current uh, landscape of the American House of Representatives, the Republicans only have a four-seat majority. So McCarthy can only suffer like four defections before a move to impeach would fail. Actually, maybe like two defections because then that, that tips it. So literally the entire Republican House has to vote as a block to impeach Biden for this to work. If any Republican is like, bro, I'm in a Biden plus five district. I'm not impeaching him for your bullshit just so that you can make Marjorie Taylor Greene and Matt Gates happy. I ain't doing it. Like, if that happens, then this whole thing just crashes and burns. So McCarthy has put himself in this, like, dog shit situation where either they do vote to impeach and the Republicans who are in bad districts support this absolute bullshit nonsense, and then it goes to the... Uh, Senate, where Republicans have to vote to convict Biden of crimes, question mark, which will make their reelections harder, or Republicans in the House vote no, and then they get primaried by a QAnon mega chud. So, like, nobody actually wants this to happen, except for the nutballs who, again, have want it to happen. Right. Yes. Us. Us bomb throwers on the sidelines want this shit to happen. Me as me as a supporter of Democrats and liberalism want this to happen. I want dumb Republican infighting. I want Republicans having flop sweat forming on their foreheads as reporters on the news are like, why are you impeaching Joe Biden again? And they're just like, charisma, corruption, Hunter Biden's massive dick. Uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, reasons. Ah, they just run off screen. And it's just like, okay, great. Wonderful. Outstanding. This is, this is American democracy in its purest, most awesome form. Just this absolute fucking nonsense. Yeah, this shit is cool when people yeah. are like suffering and we have like, you know, it's just like, what a, what a, what's the, what a shit to waste time on. Yeah, you know? right. Like, yeah. Are, are you going to cut the check for Maui rebuilding funds or are we going to impeach Joe Biden over bullshit that you made up? Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> Hunter Biden's massive hog. Is like, I love that. I love these people who are like, oh, Ukraine's getting another $10 billion, but you can't help Maui. And it's like, well, Ukraine's fighting a war of aggression against it by a belligerent neighboring power. And you are not cutting checks for Maui because you're obsessed with fighting Hunter Biden's dick. So I think, I think the plight of the Ukrainian people is greater than the plight of Hunter Biden's hog. I just think that maybe that's a more important thing that people care about in America. I don't know. Maybe running against Hunter Biden is a huge winner for the Republican Party. I don't know. I've, I don't know how America actually feels about Hunter Biden, except for the fact they don't even know who he is unless they're QAnon pills. I think if you know who Hunter Biden is, you think he's kind of cool. <laughs> 
like I'm not gonna lie. It's like if you're in the know, it's just like he's it's kind of he's kind of cool. He's a, I mean, he's a he's a failed son who did a bunch of drugs and has a massive pee pee. So I mean, like literally me, if I had a rich parent, it would just be like, I don't know what to do. I'm just gonna do drugs. <laughs> I mean, the New York Gun Republican Club hosted a watch party of his sex tape. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh my god! And they had um, cheese. They handed out. They handed out cheese because it was like I like he said. What did he say that the crack was like uh, shredded cheese? So they gave out shredded cheese. Oh, that's right. That's a good reference. That's, yeah, I have a hookers and blow Hunter Biden shirt. Perfect. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's, it's all time compliments. I hate yeah, people. Are it. so mad. It's funny. What? I hate him so much. He's, I hate him so much. He makes me so mad. And I'm yeah, going to throw a party in his honor and <laughs> do pretend drugs to, so I could pretend to be, it's like kids smoking the uh, the candy cigarettes. You know, like, I just want to be cool like Hunter. And, and this it, is a weird it, culture. And then this I want to watch, yeah, I, I want to I watch the guy I hate having sex with women as I'm so mad at him. I'm like, you, you're, you're getting laid, you piece of shit. How you like them apples? I'm watching you fuck. I'm totally owning you, Hunter. Yeah. Who's the man now? Did they smoke cigars? Was it classy? Oh, I'm sure that they tried to smoke a cigar. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, never forget. I mean, Jordan Sather is not in the Young Republican Club, but never forget <laughs> that I did sit with him at a bar and watch him try to light a cigar backwards until somebody Dude. took it out of his mouth and lit it for him and put it back in. Just <laughs> beautiful moment. Jordan Sather is the most socially awkward human being who has ever lived. Uh, this story came to us like a million years ago, and I don't think either one of you have heard this. But uh, someone was in a this, – this is unsourced. This could be totally made up, but it's so bizarre and random. I don't know why you would lie about this. But someone was in a supermarket with Jordan Sather, and he stopped his shopping cart at the – at the end of a aisle and then walked down the aisle, grabbed one item, walked back to his cart and dropped it off and then repeated this process for like six items. He was just like aggressively getting his steps in, in this supermarket where he just parked his cart where people like would be trying to get around it. And then instead of just like, you know, being like a normal human being and just collecting, like, nope, just walking back and forth down the aisle, grabbing one item at a time to put into his shopping cart. What a so, weirdo. Yes, it was very. It was a very strange story. So the fact that he is incapable of lighting a cigar does not surprise me. The man seems very, very weird. I very much appreciated when he when he tried to when he claimed he was going to sue me for defamation when I called him an anti semite after he posted a fucking triple. Uh, he posted the, the the echoes on a yeah. thing talking about getting rid of all of quote unquote them with the triple echoes around it. So. And I was like, and I was like, Jordan. The truth is an absolute defense in, an, in a defamation case. I just have to post this tweet and I win. So, Give me your freedom of speech, Jordan. Yeah, Shut your please, mouth. Please sue me, you giant dum-dum. <laughs> you, That's Mike all you Lindell, have to say to these fools. Yeah, you, Mike Lindell, any of you, please, someone sue me. One of you idiots, please. like Advance towards me, brethren. I, I live only for it. <laughs> but yeah, so I really... Like, just watching... Kevin McCarthy twist in the wind over this impeachment thing is so funny. And on, on the one hand, there are QAnon promoters who are like, yeah, get him. We're going to do it. Impeachment. Woo. And then there are others who are just like, 
you know what? Impeachment is bullshit. Impeaching Biden indicates that Biden is the legitimately elected president of the United States. That is unacceptable. Fuck impeachment. We need to decertify the election and send him to oh, Gitmo yeah. where he belongs. Carrie Lake actually jumped in on this, too. I saw her had a thing about, like, I want decertification is what my answer to this problem. And it's like, you do, you, Carrie. You, 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 you go <laughs> hard. In your world, Carrie. <laughs> you go hard for the QAnon vote, Carrie. That's the, that's the dream. Let, let, let's do this. So, yeah, um, this literally cannot end well for the Republicans. Um, Senator Fetterman, did you see Senator Fetterman's reaction to this? That was the greatest. Oh, oh, God. (laughs) The best part about it was I saw so many QAnon people pissing and moaning about that. And then someone was... (laughs) Someone and, and and then people were also like, oh, look at his staffer huddling, moving him along because he's fucking up again. And it's like, no, his staffer's probably like, he's like, John, he's like, Mr. Fetterman, we, we have a meeting. Please, please stop hamming up for the cameras. <laughs> yeah. we, we, well, we, we, we have to talk about the farm bill. <laughs> plus, Brian Metzger from uh, Insider quote tweeted that, that video and was like, he also did this to us. Like, so he's done it more than once. So the staffers know, <laughs> you know, it's like a bit, you know? Like- Come on, Fetterman. He's like doing a dad joke. <laughs> it's it's like how uh, Fetterman's wife and him have a bit where they take photos and they always crop his head out, out of the photos because he's so tall. And I've seen QAnon people like claim that the wife is a crippling narcissist who's trying to kill him and take yep. his Senate seat. So it's oh, like... that's so mick. Because I would be like, they're doing it because he's a clone and they don't want to see the earlobes. <laughs> No, they, she, they think she's evil. They think she's an evil succubus because she's kind of pretty. Uh, yeah. and, and, she's for, and, and, she, and she's foreign, isn't she? From yeah, Brazil? I think yeah. she. She. I think she might have. Uh, she was. Uh, yeah, she's. She's. She is Latina. I don't know what form of Latina. Uh, but yeah, she is pretty. So they are like she's an evil succubus woman who wants to take his soul and take his seat, and she's. You know, like weekend at Bernie's and him. So she's actually the master behind the, you know, the puppet. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's the puppet. There's she's a lot of like really sexist shit about her. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, women women do be uh, in control of everything. Women and Jews, I'm always saying that. Women yeah. do be yeah. in charge. Yeah. And yeah, she's a uh, Brazilian born American activist is the official na- uh, term Wikipedia uses for her. So, yes. Um, yeah, and uh, they did. They, they do not state that she is a succubus. That that may have been edited no. out. But that, they, they edited, edited out that part. They edited out that, the deep state. Edited that out. They didn't mm. want to let everybody know about the fact that she is actually a demon from. We're hell on itself. the Giselle. Yes, so. we are on the Giselle Fetterman, the obvious <laughs> demon. I, the, I love that shit so much in QAnon, where they see someone on. They see either a drag queen or someone who's transgender or a young person who's upset or yelling. And they're like, this isn't mental illness. This is actual demonic possession. And I'm like, are you how are you an expert on that? Is there a course you can take where you can discern demonic possession? How how do I how does one obtain this knowledge? That's what I want to know. And. A lot of times they're like, this is clearly demonic possession. I'm like, well, then fuck you, buddy. I, I don't need you for the clear demonic possessions. I need you for the tough calls. I need you to watch a video and be like, hmm, this one, this one's on the borderline, but I'm going to lean towards demonic possession. I, I need to I need to know, like, it, it's easy to be an umpire when the guy's out by five feet. It's, it's tough when it's a bang, bang play at first base. That's what you get paid the big bucks for. Come on, buddy. So, like, like help yeah. me out here. 
Gotta yeah. call in Rod Dreher for those. You know? Yeah. You know, <laughs> Rod Dreher. His wife's uh, exorcist uh, or whatever. Can I... <laughs> that exorcism, that is the hardest core form of LARPing. Oh okay, okay, God. okay, okay. I, I'm, I wasn't going to bring it up because I hate bringing him up. But Rob Schneider moved here to Arizona like during the pandemic because... Uh, he was like, I'm tired of commie Freedom. California. And then he came here and started like something for Carrie Lake. And he did like this hilarious sovereign citizen ass meeting on Telegram with this sovereign citizen grifter here and then blocked me after I posted about that. So I have a little like ongoing, like I keep bringing up Rob Schneider, which I hate to do, but <laughs> I put notifications on for him on my alt because I'm like, well, if he blocked me, I want to see what this motherfucker's up to. And he mostly just makes his bad jokes, his bad racist jokes. Um, but because he lives in Scottsdale, he's, you know, an awful person. No offense to good people in Scottsdale, but most of the people there are awful. Um, and he uh, uh, was talking about like a, 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 a priest he's into. Um, and I looked up the guy and he's like a full on exorcist priest. Like he makes exorcist videos. He had like a viral one. I was like, dude, Rob Schneider's into like exorcism shit. That's awesome. I <laughs> you ever think like, like growing up, did you ever like watch one of his movies? I just think like one day <laughs> this guy and I are going to be fucking connected. He's, he's gonna, gonna be, block me. He's gonna be so pissed at me and so into exorcism. I don't think like, I've I watched never, one of his movies in full. Like I, name I him. Name I like. Him. I like. I. I remember the bench warmers, which I loved because I was extremely high when I saw it in the theater. <laughs> but Wait, like, we I mean, it just so cool. movies out that I remember the stapler joke in South Park, but I don't actually remember any Rob Schneider movies. Oh, we gotta I just thank you, Twitter, for bringing us these. You know, just watch them. Just like us, interactions. <laughs> He's just like me for real, for real. Oh, Rob Schneider. I, what I'm, what I'm really thrilled about is the idea of a priest who has a bunch of exorcism videos on social media. Because I, I've seen like you have the chiropractors who are cracking people's backs and shit on social media. You get the pimple popper people. Now you have a, a priest who's doing exorcisms. I just love the idea of that. The idea... Everybody's understanding viral. The need to go viral. I just... I just cannot imagine being a person who would go to... I, I don't know how you get to the point where you're like, yo, like, priest guy, exorcism me. I'm, I'm fucked up and I need you... I, I need to play along with your LARP. Like, I am... A, I'm literally an NPC and you're the main character of a story and I need you to help me get well. And then the exorcism priest is like, yes, for a small fee and for you to waive your rights to privacy so I can go viral, I will yell at you and then you will play act, thrash around a bit as this demon just jumps out of your body. It'll be great. I remember... I remember a long, long time ago, I was um, 
there's, there's, there's a little side tangent here, but it's just so funny to me. I worked at this cookie store for like like a month. I, I was out so fast because the manager lady was such an unbelievable bitch. And, and, the, and this is, this is, this is the greatest thing anyone ever said to me at a job that was literally just like, just entry level service bullshit. The cookie manager lady said to me, quote, it feels like you're just doing this for the money. And I was like, yes, that is mm-hmm. exactly why I'm doing this. It's a job. Cookie- Giant cookies are not my passion. I do not. I do not want to make a career out of giant cookies. No. So yes, I am literally here for a buck. That is what I'm doing this for. I I come in here. I punch the clock. I collect money. I leave. The end. You have you've got me pegged, lady. You nailed it. Absolutely nailed it. But while I was working there, one of my coworkers believed himself to be a werewolf just literally groomed his facial hair to be a werewolf just totally into that shit lived the gimmick (laughs) loved it so much and i was and he was in a he was in a group of people and we played some dungeons and dragons and this group of people our our dm sucked he was very bad i have never had a good dm so i if anyone out there wants to give me a good campaign I'm here for you. I'm I'm here to enjoy Dungeons and Dragons for the first time in my life because it's never happened previously because all my DMs have sucked shit. But that group of people that I was involved with that were in this group, one day Werewolf Guy was talking to another person and that other person was explaining to Werewolf Guy that they had four demons inside their head and they had managed to pull the worst demon out of their head and trap it in a specially, especially blessed jar. And that now that demon was gone and that they were currently healing and recovering and they were going to go to work on the other three once that process has completed. So I'm just imagining those people being the kinds of people who are involved in the exorcism videos but that guy was but that guy was do it yourself he was ripping the demons out with his own his own wits his own skills he didn't fucking go to some professional and pay for it this guy this guy had pluck and determination he had some guile in him he was on cold turkey yeah just cold on the demons just just ripping them demons out left and right like you fucking read about banging that shit out (laughs) fascinating yeah so (laughs) Uh, yeah, that was that. That was a conversation. Probably heard that good twenty twenty five years ago. Never forget it. Never <laughs> talking about. It. Yep. So yeah, it's just because it, it was so matter of fact. He's like, "Yep, got these four demons in my head fighting with me. Got the big one out of the way. Moving on." <laughs> I was like, okay, I feel that, bro. We got demons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, but can you trap your demons in a jar? That is no. The they just live with me. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you could always call Rod Dreher's friend's wife. Who I think it's such... oh my god, oh my god, he's in a he's a I just, I just love, I love this shit so much. I love it when other people can give me the oh, you sweet summer child. I love it so much that it's so... fucking diseased and broken as I am. I'm not that bad. He's an American conservative commentator who I believe is now living in Hungary still, but. Um, his like stuff really went off the deep end and he started talking about his friend Nathan and his wife was possessed by demons and she was suicidal over it and then it's like it, all these updates started happening, all these articles he started writing uh, started being about Nathan's wife and just being like you know, 
the the priest is coming for the private exorcism at 11 a.m. tomorrow. And I ask that you are all praying for her at 11 a.m. You know, we are all praying. And, and Nathan is so happy because his wife is off with the exorcist priest. And it's like, no, I think they're fucking. I actually think that um, <laughs> I it's was, not a I priest. Was, that's just some guy. You know, she met him at yes. the gym. <laughs> yeah, I was. I was. I it was. Got I was. So- it got so weird that I think he got fired. I think they like, so he had like, he like was getting a bunch of funding from some like billionaire. And I think like he started to lose his fund. I think it was Coke money. And I think like, they were like, no, we can't. You've written about this woman's demonic possession like 30 times and it's uncomfortable. <laughs> and they're also clearly having sex uh, and you are dumb. <laughs> so yeah. And so now he just like, I guess like wanders around, I, I think hungry and uh, probably is sad. <laughs> I'm, I think I'm remembering someone talking about a guy having a like crippling. He's like the most divorced man ever because he's living in Hungary now. So I think I I, I tangentially remember this man. But yeah, the whole exorcism wife thing, and yeah, the the exorcism priest guy is absolutely banging his wife one million percent. That's that's not that's not even that's not even questionable. That's one hundred percent one hundred percent certified. Absolutely happening. Yeah. Uh, Wonder Bar. Okay, so now it is time to move on to our scintillating ma- mailbag for the week. Our listeners got questions. We got answers. It's time for Q and A. Uh, Essential Corp asks if Roger Stone was a Star Wars character, who would he be? Uh, this is all you, Mike. I I don't I don't know enough about this universe. Oh, I'm, I'm, he, Roger is basically he's like Jabba the Hutt. He's just this like criminal scumbag, and much like Jabba had Leia in the bikini, Roger Stone is a swinger. Him and his wife would go out and go to swingers clubs and have crazy sex. And then when Roger got convicted of his crimes and was about to go to jail, he claimed he found Jesus and all this good stuff and totally repented for all the bad things he did previously. Did Jabba find Jesus? Uh, Java. No, uh, well, he no. died, so that's kind of like finding yeah, Jesus, right? Yeah. Oh, you know, uh, maybe as Leia was choking him to death with his, the chain and killing him, maybe at that point Java <laughs> had, had a deathbed confession and recanted for Christ. Although he was being choked to death, he <laughs> Java was being, for Jesus. <laughs> J- J- I mean, Java was being choked to death, so he really couldn't talk. I mean, it was, and also he speaks Hutian, so he really, probably couldn't have translated his gurgles as he was checking out, as it were. <laughs> and he'd be like, "I repent, Christ is Lord." <laughs> Just like that would also be really kind of a weird thing in Star Wars, <laughs> out of nowhere. That was weirdly just, Christian. Weirdly <laughs> Christian out of nowhere. That Java's just like fuck. Everything I did before this was bullshit. I need to get right Christ with God king. right now. Christ is king. <laughs> yes. Oh God. <laughs> I I personally I don't even. It'll be the worst. Photo. It won't even be Photoshop. I'm just gonna have to get the photo of Leia's choking out Jabba and just put the caption Crisis King at the bottom of it. Jabba's deathbed conversion. <laughs> just like, oh shit. <laughs> Poor bastard. But yeah, that, that is Roger Stone. Only uh, <laughs> the only, only the strangulation that that man has received in his life was for sexual gratification and not murder. So he's living his uh, scummiest life. Uh, right now, oh, this, this is going to segue perfectly into my secret question that was not in the mailbag, but somebody else posted it. And now I'm going to pull it up on my phone so I can actually read it correctly. 
which is a Sub-Zero Shirt Art asks, this is surreal and we're all talking about QAnon here. Can you address this bizarro infighting on the pod in case I forget to slip the question in the mailbag this week? And yes, you did forget to slip the question in the mailbag, but I didn't catch this. So what Sub-Zero is talking about is uh, one of Amanda's biggest fans uh, in the Matrix. um, uh, In the Matrix, along (laughs) Theater of the Mind, Amanda just made the hard hand emoji with her her hands. Uh, In the Matrix, uh, his buddy Shady Groove and their buddy The Authority are now on a three-man campaign to rewrite the Q drops and to completely invert the QAnon mythos into making uh, into making Michael Flynn a black hat. Michael Flynn is actually deep state. Michael Flynn is a baddie now, according to Matrix, Shady, and the Authority. Well, they're not okay. getting paid. I don't, <laughs> I don't fucking know exactly what did this to them, but they have. They're now rereading Q drops and trying to slant them in such a way as to be like, "Hey, look, look, look! Q didn't say that Flynn was a good guy. Q said this, and this doesn't look that good if you look at it this way." They're right. I agree. <laughs> they're correct. Everything that QAnon stands for, Mike Flynn was—he's like pretending his past life didn't exist. They're right. Oh, yeah. oh, you know what? You know what, Jeff? Jeff, I'm on your side. He's in the lines. He's right. Michael Flynn is bad, but my he's the, deep state. Oh yeah, yeah. Michael Flynn's absolutely the deep state. Michael Flynn's 100 part of the intelligence community. He's evil. But the one question that these guys don't answer ever when this gets brought up is, why did Trump pardon Flynn when Flynn was going to do a few months in a club fed? If like, according to your mythos, Q and Trump are bros. They hang out and talk all the time. They clickety clack on their keyboards every now, every so often, and create beautiful zero deltas for you to marvel at. So, if uh, if Q and Trump are BFFs as you claim they are. And Q knew that Flynn was bad. Why did Trump pardon Flynn for his crimes? Why did why did he do that? So and why is Trump like, hey, Michael Flynn, get ready because when I get back in the White House, you're a part of my administration. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait for forever. Do not let uh, do not let Donald Trump win. It is very bad. So st- stop this man. We, we can you imagine did- Mike Flynn's anti-vaccine uh, tour bus parked in front of the White House? <laughs> Right in front of my office. I'd be able to see it out the window. <laughs> Wouldn't that be magical? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so these, uh, so Matrix, Groove, and Authority have come out aggressively against Michael Flynn. They're also coming out aggressively against Roger Stone, who, again, Donald Trump pardoned for his crimes. So, again, mm-hmm. it, how is Trump fucking this up? If these guys are bad, how is Trump getting this wrong? And everybody else in the QAnon grifter community are very mad at at Matrix Authority and Groove. They are all, we're on Team Flynn 100%. Michael Flynn is the best. We love Michael Flynn. Uh, Liz Crokin has come out to defend him. Almost all the other QAnon promoters have come out to defend him. So this is a giant rift in the QAnon community where uh, these three chuckle fucks, the two idiots with their podcast or their stream or whatever it is, and their buddy Alex, the three of them are just off on their own bizarre. Uh, this is like the Mormonism of, of QAnon, where the Matrix has found the golden plates that says that Michael Flynn is bad. And he talked to the angel Moroni and all that good stuff. 
and now they believe in this version of QAnity, and everybody else is a mainstream Protestant or Catholic QAnoner, and they don't believe in the Michael Flynn being bad thing. So this is something that I don't think people understand enough about the QAnon community, is that it is constantly roiling with infighting. Every QAnon promoter you uh, read, they basically fucking hate every other QAnon promoter. It's just this constant anger and division and vitriol and venom. They all hate each other because they're all fighting for market share. They're all fighting for an audience. They're all fighting for money. And they don't believe in fucking anything because QAnon is just absolute bullshit. It's just make it up, make it up as you go along. Just say whatever you fucking can to get people to buy your shit. And anyone who's a friend of anybody's sells them out almost immediately. It's like, what's so funny about all this shit to me is you look at their community and how fractured and infighting and, and vicious it is. And then you look at the debunking community and it's basically except for the bad person that we talked about earlier today, we're all bros. We all know each other. I mean, we all hang out and talk and are friends. I'm never going to tweet out in a month or two, be like, you know who sucks? Amanda, that no good Jezebel. I've always had it out for her. She's wrong about everything. And Haley, also terrible. I mean, it's just... It's <laughs> I'm just terrible. Wild. You're just a little <laughs> PS footnote there. Yep, I'm just, that's how it feels. That's Whoa. a little this on its own. Hey, I'm just, hey, I'm just terrible. Hey, I want to make this clear. That one of us footnoted themselves way before this. Because one of us was just like, we're never going to get Amanda on the pod. Amanda's this rock I was star kidding. Star. No, you weren't. <laughs> no. You were sobbing. We're friends. Amanda and I are friends. I leave her rambling four, five-minute voice messages <laughs> all the time. I sent myself a picture holding up the middle finger at my local Barnes & Noble because they didn't have their issue of the nation. That's right. Disgrace, <laughs> Barnes & Noble. A disgrace. Three rows back to back of magazines. No nation. No nation. Bet your Rolling Stone was there. It was. And so was like a bunch of other shit that I was like, it's yeah. got to be around here. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't bitter at all. Don't worry. <laughs> I even bugged the guy at the counter. I was like, when's this coming? When's the nation coming? And he's like, what are you looking for? Nation. The nation. It's a magazine. <laughs> I I really hope you you ner- you've nerded up your voice that hard <laughs> as you were talking about. It's a magazine. About- it's a magazine. It's called The Nation. It has an article I want to read in it from my friend Amanda Moore. When she I debunks Nazis, it's great. When, when I bought it, I, I the bars I went to, they were like, "Did you want to sign up for our club?" And I was like, "Sure, whatever. I don't care." And she's like, "What's your name?" And I was like, "Oh, I can answer this because then it's on the cover." It's <laughs> just point, <laughs> which was a very fun but very douchey moment of my life. Yeah, <laughs> you got a little bag sometimes. She, she, had to make... she had to hit him with the "Do you know, you know who I am? I am?" Boom, boom! Look no, at I'm, not, I'm not the dust lady. I'm not the dust lady. I'm in the corner. <laughs> I'm in the Nation magazine. The dust lady probably hates me so much. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah. Anyhow, uh, it's just like I have. I just. I honestly just love hanging out with all these people in this community and it's just like 
they just do work and they're just fighting the good fight. And we're all just little Sisyphus is pushing this rock up the hill, <laughs> trying to combat all this bullshit misinformation. And that's the thing is that like, I just respect everyone. And I hope that most people feel that same way about everybody else. And that, that brotherhood, that camaraderie really doesn't exist inside of QAnon because you give any two QAnon promoters like five months and they'll be at each other's throats almost immediately. Something will happen. There'll be a falling out. There'll be an argument. If if you were in the weeds on this shit, you could name two people and I could tell you how they're fighting with each other. Like, um, like fucking uh, True the Vote and Pepe Lives Matter. Uh, Greg of True the Vote gave Pepe's brother like $7,000 to design t-shirts and memes for him. And Pepe's brother just stole the money. Just didn't even make anything for them. Just took the money and ran. Good. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Fuck through the vote. But it's just like that. It's just all these people have all these things happening all the time where that that kind of stuff happens. And my other favorite, although my favorite QAnon promoter for bullshit for what they did is Qtaw because that man was an absolute, the worst human being, absolute scum, harassing people, harassing women, just an absolute fucking dirt bag. And then one day he's like, Hey everybody, I got over COVID, but I'm still fucked up. I don't have long COVID winky winky, but I'm still fucked up. Here's my GoFundMe, And the guy got like, he got at least $40,000. I think he got like $60,000. And then he just dipped. He just left the internet. He gave his account to somebody else and he just ran away. And it's like, way to go, buddy. Way to take those QAnon bucks and just run. Just just run off into the sunset to treat your not long COVID. Because you absolutely don't have long COVID. 100%. It's not real. Good thing, not, good thing you didn't get vaccinated. Great job, buddy. So, I mean, just... <laughs> Anyhow, moving on to our final question from the actual uh, listeners. Uh, Pancake Peasant asks, are there actual Gen Z folks openly becoming Nazis at scale? Is this a a fringe of idiots like every generation has? Or do you think there's a real threat for it to grow and become a thing? It seems scary that we're 100 years removed from the buildup to the Third Reich. So you two know. Okay, Amanda. (laughs) I just wrote an article about this that you can read at (laughs) thenation.com. Gen Z is, I mean, Amanda, take it away, literally, but, like, I think I said this last week, Gen Z is just, like, if you're a Republican Gen Z, you're into some really whack shit. Nazi yeah, shit. Yeah, we talked about, <laughs> like, if you're, if you're, if all these Republican staffers under the age of 30, they're all Chan lunatics. They've all been blackpilled. They're all nuts. And that's not go, great. Go, Amanda, go. I mean, there's a push within the Republican Party to kind of like remove these people. I mean, I'm not going to say that all Gen Z Republicans are Nazis because I I know some that are not. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I mean, it's like, I think the open door for extremism there, I mean, that's who's recruiting them. You know, it's, it is, that's the face that is recruiting you to, to be part of that movement. And you've got the college uh, Republican like takeover, Uh, you know, so CRNC is is broken. The the original college Republicans everybody thinks about CRNC, they are you know destroyed financially uh, and like uh, 
you know, they're demoralized uh, and they've got multiple breakoffs that are all also suffering. They're none of them are doing particularly great. So it seems, you know, I don't think it's a mass movement in terms of like Gen Z population overall, because when these groups break off, they lose funding, they lose, they lose influence, they lose their connections. Um, but I think a lot of the within the Gen Zers who are Republicans, I think it's a sizable amount, though it's not all. I mean, some people, too, are also involved in Republican groups because they're libertarians and not like the rapey kind, but like, you know, like the, like left-leaning libertarians or like classical liberals. Um, and they don't feel at home in the Democratic Party, and they probably will in like five or six years when they grow up a little bit. Um, but that's where they are. And But it, I mean, overwhelmingly, like all of these, all of these very young people. But it's, it's so few Gen Zers who are Republicans. It's not a majority of the actual population. And there's a reason why, like, the more hardcore people, like, set up across from, like, Tipusa events, because they're trying to, like, snipe those more normie Republican young kids, you know? Like, well, they want radicalism. Let's be, like, clear about Terminator USA, too, is because, I mean, I always call Terminator USA. I say, oh, ostensibly mainstream. And I had someone on Sirius XM, of all places, correct me. He was like, no, we don't consider them mainstream here. And I was what, like... turning point? And I was like, my brother and Grace, guess what the mainstream is now? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, oh, because I think five years ago, I mean, you know, look at the Gripper Wars. Would that happen now? Probably not. I mean, uh, you know, they've, they've, they've themselves radicalized to the point that it's like super weird. I mean, when I was at the Republican National uh, Convention, like last month, like I had young Republicans telling me, oh, no, Turning Point USA is a bunch of fucking lunatics. They're extreme lunatics and we do not want to be like them. I, I, I'm laughing only because when you said my brother in Christ, all I was imagining was Jabba being choked by the chain and trying and crooking out his, his solidarity with Jesus as it was happening. <laughs> so uh, anyhow, that brings us to our final question, which is always is, what are you looking forward to? I guess I will go first. Um, I'm looking forward to the fact that uh, football exists and that my uh, Haley Truckling, as her Arizona Cardinals, will go 0-17 and win not a single game, and she won't even notice. I don't know know what that means. You you have a football team in your town. They're incredibly incredibly bad. You have no (laughs) idea how bad that team is. Historically bad. Wow, how dare you? I'm sorry. (laughs) Now we're enemies. Fair, fair. I, I, I accept your sports hatred. Your basketball team may be good. Your basketball team has a shot this year. So good for you on that. Hockey team also sucks. Baseball team, mediocre. How is our disc golf team doing? Surprisingly solid. Cool. Got, got some free agents working out good. Cool. Disc golf, where it's at. America, America's new hotness. Disc golf. <laughs> but... uh Basically, the Patriots, my my beloved sports ball team, were left for dead, according to all the experts. And then the New York Jets, who were the new hotness, uh, their quarterback uh, had his Achilles ruptured. It was probably because he's vaccinated. It's, that's a joke. He's unvaccinated. But uh, he uh, got injured. The Jets now suck. And the team they beat, the Buffalo Bills, looking like dog shit. So suddenly the Patriots have gone from last place to second in the span of one game they lost. So Combobulations, my sports ball team, you're doing slightly better than we thought you would. You're still not going to go anywhere. So, but hey, it's better it's it's better than just watching you lose every week. What are you, what are you looking forward to, Haley? Um, I don't know if it's really like looking forward to, but there's like a Moms for Liberty event in town this week and it's it's going to be a it might be a thing. So that that's something to do, I don't know. 
I love the I love the yeah, flat intonation. Just, just, it just it shows the passionate enthusiasm you have. I hope like, that there's people that like protest it, but it, I don't think there. It doesn't seem like it got much like attraction. I don't think a single outlet here wrote about it. Um, so <laughs> sucks to suck, Monster Liberty. Yeah, <laughs> way to not go just viral. The people that want to see Monster Liberty without any pushback, I'm worried about, but we'll see. You know what? You know what Moms for Liberty needed to do? They needed to stage an exorcism. Then boom, viral. They're, yeah, they're everywhere. Yeah. They need to go find that guy's wife and totally not have some guy have sex with her, but instead exercise her and remove her demons and put them in a special jar. It'll just be a bunch of fascists. Are I you think. Going? Probably. Um... <laughs> I was supposed to be in, I was supposed to be on a plane right now to Texas to go to a Nazi event in a library, but I, I had to cancel. So I'm really jealous. I hope you, I want to live vicariously through you. Yeah, I event. hope there's small acts of resistance, but um, I, again, it hasn't gotten much traction, so I I don't know what I'm going to see. Probably just a bunch of people being like, "We should get rid of trans people from schools," kind of <laughs> shit, you know. Books are bad. Yeah, books are bad. Ban them. Uh, we should just ban education entirely. And oh, they're going after uh, like bilingual education here. Um, pretty hard. Uh, the the, the the superintendent so yeah like it's just that spanish kind of... or like are they also mad at the french schools no just spanish okay. it's just like the immersion classes they they want they want people they want kids who speak english as a second language just to get thrown in to english classes and not like have the immersion courses where they like you know have spanish for part of the day it's like an immersion you know so you learn the language but also have your own language so you, it's easier to kind of Get into the classroom, but they're like, no, fuck you. How about nothing? Helping kids learn? That's not Republican, the Republican way. Fuck you. It oh should be God. just mentioned that this guy is like kind of a big fucking racist. So it's like, <laughs> no, no way. Yeah. Um, oh, thank, God I was, thank God I was seated before you said that. Oh, yeah. man. I could have ruptured my tailbone. Yeah. So uh, it'll be a real chill event, I'm sure. Anyway, yeah. so I, that's what i'm looking forward to asterisk <laughs> uh and what are you looking forward to amanda besides hanging out with nazis that you didn't hang out with because you canceled your plane ride and cancel um i'm going my cornhole team my, my cornhole league starts up next week so that's exciting how's the I arizona cornhole league they good on the rankings <laughs> You can uh, watch it on ESPN sometimes. Really? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> you can, you can, yeah. yeah you, ESPN's got cornhole. They're fucking yeah. serious oh, on this was, shit. Okay. Uh, <laughs> bocce, but that just ended, and we came in second place. So, oh, bocce's awesome. Congratulations it, to us. Have, have you ever played curling? I want to be on a curling team. No, they set it up here every so often, you know, but it's like a novelty thing. Oh, yeah, try. absolutely. Yeah, I've never absolutely. done it. I don't like crowds. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I was asked by somebody, I, I, I had a coworker who designed uh, cornhole boards. He actually would build them and he could actually put in LED lights on the sides and all this stuff. He had really elaborate cornhole boards. He asked me, we never actually worked it out, but uh, I was supposed to be the play-by-play guy for the cornhole events. I was supposed to come in and do commentary on cornhole. So I had, I had to watch some cornhole uh, broadcasts to get the lingo down. So I would know what air mailing means. I would not. That. Yeah. Yeah. 
So I just throw air, the bags and leave. Yeah. Airmail air means you throw it into the hole directly. You don't try to slide it in. You don't try to like run it up the board and oh. into the hole. And airmail is just like direct toss. Just like you're like shooting a shooting a basketball. Just, yeah. If boom. I'm a little drunk, I'm really good at that. And I'm like two drinks in and I'm a fucking beast at that move. <laughs> Three, it's I'm, over. It's over. It, Oh, I love I love that so much because uh, there was uh, some famous poker player said that he had a friend who was the tightest player in the world sober, the best player in the world buzzed, and the worst player in the world drunk. That's me. Just imagining you just got to calibrate your brain perfectly for the right amount of alcohol so that you can effectively play poker slash cornhole yeah. and defeat your enemies. No. Yep. Uh, so with that, we are going to exit Hellworld for the week. We are going to do some sort of thing that you can imagine mentally in your head as a vi as a visual representation of the three of us fleeing this burning hellscape. Uh, whatever that is, you are better than your you the audience are better at it than I am. Uh, so of course, I have to thank DJ Minimal Effort uh, for our entry uh, for our intro music. He does not have social media because he is sucks and he sucks and is bad at that stuff. We have to have we have to thank Frosty for our bumps because Frosty was the voice of Q when we did when Q existed and did Q drops, and we still have the bumps that he does all the good time because he is a good voiceover uh, artist. You can find him on X at Frosty VO. You can find Haley at all the various social media platforms under A Z R W now because she was threatened by crippling litigation from up Arizona Right Watch. It's pretty easy to find me. She's around. You'll find her. Amanda Moore is world famous and just pretty much known by everybody everywhere. Yeah. Uh, you can find her everywhere. She is the best and the greatest. And we had to, she doubled her appearance fee to be on the pod and we paid it gladly because that's just awesome. Uh, beyond all of that, um, if you want to give us chuckle fucks money, please do. You can go to patreon.com slash poker politics. Help us out. Uh, you can also go to the GoFundMe that I've started because I was swindled by the American medical system and I paid almost $2,000 for pieces of plastic to put in my shoes, which was not great, but they relieved my foot pain. And now I have to pay that money back very quickly or I will have to pay $4,000 for these pieces of plastic. Fuck the doctor who sent me to that place and fuck that store. <laughs> That's my happy story. If you don't listen to my by whiny weepy bullshit and you want to give your money to someone who actually deserves it donate to love146.org their organization is attempting to end human trafficking and that is a good thing and it is a thing that QAnon always talks about but they don't do any human trafficking organization says that QAnon is actually a net negative on that front so uh, for all of that uh, signing off for Amanda and Haley I am Mike Rain saying good speed patriots <laughs>